Hello everyone, welcome back to Blackcast, your fan podcast for everything PlayStation and Trophy Hunting related. I'm Zach, who gets the pots, James, and this is Dylan. Dylan? Hi. I, I think that was our quickest intro ever. I got something I need to ask you, bud. Okay. Okay. So, it's come to my attention recently. And this has got nothing to do with PlayStation, by the way. Um, so, just go ahead and rip this bandaid off right now. Grimace from McDonald's has been labeled as a taste bud. And I just like, okay, look, I, I, I'm, I'm, at first I thought like as a child, mm-hmm. I thought it was just a, a bad chicken nugget. Like I thought like, you know, okay, this is the hamburglar. He steals the hamburglers, right? The Grimace. He <laughs> this, steals the Grimaces. Right. This is, this is the bird for some reason. This is, you know, this is Ronald McDonald and we got all the weird pom-pom creatures or whatever. Right. But I looked at Grimace and I was like, that's just the chicken nugget that fell on the floor and got kicked under the fryer or something and then gained sentience. Uh, and then who also wanted to steal milkshakes because apparently that's what yeah, Grimace Yeah, he, he had too. four arms and he drank milkshakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the four arms, four drinking, four milkshakes at once. But... The apex predator <laughs> of the McDonald's universe. But I can't get over... Apparently this one guy, he won like manager of the year. Uh, out of all the McDonald's, right? Oh, I thought you meant of all the managers. We found him, the manager of the year. The one, the one manager, right? The one true manager. But like, out of all the McDonald's franchises, he's like the manager of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, "What is Grimace?" And he's he's like a taste bud, just flat out, just said Grimace was a taste bud. And McDonald's tweeted about it or something, commented on it, and they were like, "He's whatever you want him to be." And I'm like, "No, when you make, yeah." characters you 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 commit to what they are in your in your sad little mcdonald's canon right mm-hmm. you gave the hamburglar like a an occupation you gave ronald mcdonald yeah criminal yeah that's an occupation yeah okay uh you got rid of mayor mccheese he you got rid of mayor who McCheese. is running the town of mcdonald's now hamburglar he's he's the shadow he's, the, he's the new mayor yeah he is the definitely the new mayor. i have given up my cape of crime for hamburgers and nothing to do with the death of Mayor McCheese. I mean, listen, they had a they had a cop cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. They had a mayor cheeseburger. Both of them are gone. Hamburglar's still around. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> yes, hello. I'm running Mr. Hamburglar. I'm running on a platform of eating all hamburger people. A, a platform of hamburger crime. Yes. But okay, but no. Listen, right, I don't like them. But listen, but listen, listen. Just, just just hear me out here, okay? How? How do you look at Grimace? And go, that's a taste bud. Because listen, I've I've been I've had as weird as this sounds to say this out loud, I've had tongue injuries. Yeah. Okay. okay. I've had I've had infected taste buds. I've had just shit like hit me and, and all that stuff, right? Right. But like, how? How do you look at Grimace and go, that's a taste bud? That's a human ass taste bud. That's something that we want to tell people when they come into our store that like this is a normal ass thing. <laughs> I just He's just a weird shaped grape. He's not a grape. Dylan, he's not a grape. I know they don't sell he's, grapes he's at literally... McDonald's, but he's a weird teardrop shaped grape. He's probably he, he Oh my god, I can kind of see how he's a taste bud. Dylan, don't you go on the dark wait, hold side. On. Don't hold you on. go on the dark side with me, Dylan. You're like this. You're like, oh, but wait, what if I flipped him upside down? Okay, <gasps> but he's not upside down. He's got feet for head. I swear to God, Dylan Wright. Don't you know those little feet that stick out of your taste buds? Dylan, <laughs> just <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> so what? Look, this picture I'm looking at yeah, of okay, the whole, sure, sure. whole, whole, the whole gang. Yeah, it's got Ronald McDonald. Okay, 
Birdie, which is the bird. Yeah. Um, and then Grimace. And then they got the Hamburglar. Well, Ronald McDonald's and the Hamburglar, you can say that they are people. Sure. Well, the person in Ronald McDonald's is wearing the makeup, right? Okay. The Hamburglar is wearing a mask, and he looks like Ronald Weasley. <laughs> Red hair, hand me down robes, must be a Weasley. Must be a Weasley. <laughs> Hamburglar is a Weasley. Black oh my god, black. that explains everything. Oh no, he's stealing burgers for, for his magic. family. For magic. For magic. Oh. They don't pay a lot in we, Wizard McDonald's. We, so mis- we had to go to regular McDonald's. We misjudged the Weasleys. Oh no. Oh, it's just an empire of crime. <laughs> Family empire, a family dynasty it's, it's, of crime. Let's be honest, it's all criminals the whole way down. What? <laughs> Are you seriously just blanket covering all the Weasleys from Harry Potter's criminals? Oh, I meant the world. Oh, the world. The, the yeah. corrupt government of sure, McDonald's. Sure. It's just criminals the way down. This just blows my mind. His name is Ray Kroc. As a croc of shit. How's <laughs> <laughs> this hamburger? has got little hamburger earrings. I, I just, think. like, listen, okay. Words have meaning. Yeah. Okay, and you can't look at Grimace from McDonald's and tell me that that's a taste bud. What is he for me? Other than, like, a, a bad chicken nugget? I, I don't know. He's all of our, like, fears. He's 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 the guy that you left at prom? I don't know, but he's not a taste bud. Yeah, what the fuck are these? Mold? The little pom-pom things? Mold? I don't know. I don't know. What are those? <laughs> I don't know. Excuse me. McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's, if I type in McDonald's pom-pom and something terrible comes, they're fry kids. They look like Tangela's, like, rejected cousins. Hey, we're Tangela's extended family. If Tangela and and Cousin It had children, that's that's what we would have here. (laughs) Crack it open, buddy. I forgot I hadn't cracked it and we started. (laughs) That's right, we're drinking. Yeah, we're drinking on the job now. Point that mic towards your face there. Oh, sorry. It, just, is yeah. it angled funny? It is, is angled funny. Just there. I okay. didn't move because my back was itchy. It's okay. It's all right. I just, I. Look, I know this is dumb. I know this is really dumb to worry about. Okay. But you can't. Grimace is like a failed. Maybe that man just has weird taste buds and he never noticed and no one pointed it out because they were polite. And he was like, yeah, my taste buds look like Grimace. And they're like, what the fuck? What's wrong with your taste buds? <laughs> the only thing I can think of that would be appropriate is if you drank a purple slushy, and then you're like, yeah, Grimace is a, I guess, is a purple taste I bud. Guess. Listen to this. This is on the McDonald's wiki. Oh, boy. Grimace is a character featured in McDonald Land commercials. He's a large, purple, anthropomorphic being of indeterminate species with short arms and legs. He's known for slow-witted demeanor. His most common expression is the word duh before every sentence. <laughs> I just... <sighs> I don't know. He used to be a villain. He did. He used to steal all the milkshakes he did for his, steal all the milkshakes. his milkshake crimes. And now, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't. I don't know what life is anymore. He also used to look really scary. Oh my god, that's nightmare fuel. Hey, kids, I'm Grimace. Grimace is cracked out in that in that little video. Jesus Christ! Also, y'all do me a favor. Don't look up old pictures of Grimace. Ronald's got a little dumpy there. <laughs> I think Ronald had to get in shape when all of a sudden the kids were getting dumpy. Oh from my god! McDonald's. What if? What if Grimace isn't a bad guy? He's saving McDonald's or Ronald McDonald from obesity and having 
the thick is oh, dumpy. Oh no! I think and we figured it out. And then they were like, "Oh no!" I think we figured it out, Dylan. I think we figured Grimace is taking on the 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 holy <laughs> job, the holy occupation of eating all the McDonald's food. There. So Ronald doesn't. So Ronald is therefore healthy enough to keep advertising and doing all the kickflips and shit he does for kids. This uh, official ad from McDonald's from 1970, early 70s, I yeah. think will sum up the end of this. And it goes, the evil grimace Ronald knows is rounded purple and has big toes. He carries shakes in every hand as he scurries through McDonald's land. <laughs> That's it. And they do give him two big toes. Jesus he has no Christ. feet. He just has two toes. Jesus Christ. He is a monstrosity. You want to talk about PlayStation? <laughs> yeah, you know who hates PlayStation? Grimace. PlayStation hates Grimace, exactly. Yeah. There are McDonald's games on PlayStation. Are there? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I know there's like a Super Nintendo one. Yeah. There was a DS game. McDonald's. Video games. I know there was a Sneak King. Yeah, that's Burger King. Burger King. And that's the Xbox. McDonald's video Two games. Two things that are... There are more McDonald's video games than I initially encountered. Oh. Okay, there's Donald Land for the Famicom. Okay. Japanese Mc... Ronald McDonald's is even scarier. Mm-hmm. E-Crew Development Program. Yeah, that's the DS game. Uh, Yeah. The... Wow, okay. Global Gladiators. 1992 for the Mega Drive and Genesis. That's not an American Gladiator. Lo- no, it's just kids like... Wow, okay, whatever. The Lost Ring, alternate reality ARG initiated by McDonald's as part of the marketing for the 2008 Olympic Games in Beijing. <laughs> an ARG. <laughs> McDonald's did an ARG. Hold up, hold up, hold and up, hold up. They did it in 2008 before things hold were up, Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. The game was notable for global scope, taking across a place across six continents and seven languages, running for six months. Can I can I guess which continent wasn't included? Australia. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it began with six amnesiac athletes with strange tattoos, culminated in the word revival of the fictional ancient Olympic sport, which the name narrative described as having disappeared two thousand years before the events of the game. Hey, you're from McDonald's who stew Monopoly like every month. I know, right? Instead of weird ARG. Before the mafia like fucked yeah. everything over. God almighty. What is this? The Lost Ring focuses on six am- amnesiacs who woke up blindfolded in the labyrinths around the world. They found each other through blogs and Flickr and worked with players to discover the reasons for the memory loss and the meaning of the mysterious tattoo each bore on their left forearms reading Trovu la Ringon Perditon, Find the Lost Ring, in Esperanto. Meanwhile, historian Eli Hunt began posing a series of podcasts on ancient Olympic mysteries on his website. Oh my god. That's too much for McDonald's. That's too much for any company oh to do in The Climax of the Game involved all of the characters traveling to Beijing for the last week of the Summer Olympics, where their activities were captured in a series of videos. The week culminated in simultaneously run lost sport competition with learn wait with with learns? Oh, with teams. With teams racing in Beijing, Tokyo, Wellington, San Francisco, Salvador, and London. McDonald's 2008 was wild. It was. And then the other games are like MC Kids, McDonald's Treasure Land for the Genesis, McDonald's Video Game, and Spot the Cool Adventure. That's 7-Up. It is. Why is this? You know what? I don't even care anymore. McDonald's did I just learned a useless tidbit of information today that McDonald's did an ARG. You're welcome, America. And the rest of the world.
Dylan, uh, we, hi, it's PlayStation time. We got to talk about PlayStation. We talked way too much about McDonald's yep. for my for my like. I haven't even. I don't even remember the last time I ate McDonald's. Me neither. Don't look at the McDonald's <laughs> bag. Don't look at my shame. Okay. It's called a bit. <laughs> it's called a bit. Anyway, Dylan, uh, let's talk about sweet PlayStation news here for September 27th. 2021, one of the possible darkest timelines in McDonald's history, maybe. Uh, and for our patron saint, Shuhei Yoshida, Mayor Putnam's always be shiny and oh, oh so blessed. How be his name? How be his name? Shuhei, protect us from the evil that is Ronald Shuhei, McDonald. Tweet at us. What's your McDonald's order? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. We'll do it, man. Fuck it. Shuhei, what, what do you order at McDonald's? Let us know. Hashtag Shuhei, what's your McDonald's order? If you all get that going and Shuhei actually yeah. responds, uh, I will straight up jo- donate a hundred dollars to yep. Feeding America. Yep. that's what I will do. Next paycheck, okay? I will do that, and I'll say it's on uh, as a part of the podcast. If y'all can yep. get Shuhei to respond to what his McDonald's order is, so do it or children starve. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, starting off here, cornerpushcore.com. Sony has a long list of interesting, exciting, fantastic ideas for future PS5 firmware updates. So uh, there's a plat- uh, there's a platform uh, designer Hideaki Nishino, who says, "quote We learned a lot through PS4 and continue to learn about how players are using the system and how games are behaving. We know what is most accepted and most popular, what features are not used. So we had a gigantic list of things before PS5 launched that we wanted to do. Actually, we dreamed of doing everything." Uh, and then he continues on saying, "quote There's a lot the community is asking for as well. I want to say it in the Japanese way, I'm diligently working on these lists, and there will be more coming out in the future." Uh, Dylan, we, we're about almost we're almost a year mm-hmm. in the PS5. We got about two months, right? Yep, two months off. How are you feeling about the PS5 firmware and how the PS5 just navigates? Um, so I got mine at launch, like the day of it launch, right? Uh, played it a little bit. It was very loud, and I was like, oh, did I get a defective model? Sure. But after, because I think we're on firmware update, what, 5? I think it's the fifth update on the PS5? Yep. So, after five updates, I never hear it get loud at all. Even playing uh, super, like, even like playing on performance mode, Ratchet Clank, yeah, yeah. never had any issues with it getting loud. It still gets hot, because I put my keys next to it, and if I play it for a f- well. Okay, so the PS5 is a big fucking console. It is, it is. And where I had my PS4, it was fine with my PS4 because there was enough airflow and stuff. Because PS4 is a lot smaller. Yeah. More compact. Well, I put my PS5 in there, and it was starting to overheat too much because there was no where for the air to go. Yeah. So I moved it to, like, the other side of... So, like, I have a little square part of my entertainment center that I would put my keys and, like... My my glasses and my watch on, Naturally. so that I always it's right next to the door, so I grab it before I leave. Sure. Well, that space has been cut in literal half by this monster monster reverse Oreo console, and so <laughs> I put my <laughs> keys there. And if I'm like, oh, I need to like you know, sometimes I'll play before work if I wake up early enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll go, oh, I've been playing for like two or three hours. I'll go like to work and sure. I'll grab my keys and they'll be a little warm just by being next to it. Because how much heat's kicking off of it. But I don't hear it. Now, if my PS4 got that hot, it would sound like a jet engine. It would, absolutely. Uh, back when, uh, what was it, Spider-Man came yes. out? Oh, God. I, God. Yeah, mine mine was clear for takeoff. Yep. Like, my, when, I, when I booted up Death Stranding, my base PS4 went, please. <laughs> don't no. do this. Not like this. Please. Don't kill I can't me. handle. No. <laughs> um, 
Oh. Or and then it always seemed like it was running from you know when I run a game off the console, and yeah. not the discs. Probably because or not the disc, but the my external hard drive yeah, yeah, yeah. has a faster read rate than the PS5 or PS4. So it was like, uh, just run it off the disc drive. Or, <laughs> yeah, because it's faster. I but, yeah. I, I PS5 though, whisper quiet still. It like, is ever since like the first or second update, whisper quiet. Quiet and hot. No issues with it. Loads fast. The only issue I think I have is it gets too hot and the plastic. Because I have mine hardwired yeah. with a LAN cable. Um, I think it gets too hot sometimes. That the, the it comes loose a little bit because it'll be like LAN connection disabled, LAN Uh-oh. connection enabled, and I was like, oh, I should probably go back there and just yeah push it in give it further. A good wiggle. Yeah. yeah, but it's fine. Good, good. I I mean I'm glad you're enjoying it. I I like the PS5 for what it is. Um. I still don't really like the home screen as much because I liked being able to hit the like the folder mm-hmm. thing and then go to all my games at the at the very yeah, end. Yeah, please give me the folder option back. Yeah, I liked that. Um but overall though, I mean it's not it's not like mind blowingly good, but it's also not mm-hmm. terrible. You know, I and you could you could argue that's me making excuses for yeah. it, maybe. But, but also look at how the PS4 looked a year in. Fair. Like so Fair. I mean like the only thing that I still have issues with having played the PS4 for seven years, yeah, or six years before this, was the fact that pressing and holding the pleasure button doesn't kick you to the home screen. Yeah, that like that yeah. habit still. Yeah. I still have that. I I hold it and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is it gonna happen? Thing. Oh yeah. wait, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, cause I'll hit it and then I do like the activity cards and stuff. Which sure. when games support the activity cards, it's great. True. Um. Uh, ones that even ones that don't really support like there's very few games that i've played so far and i played a lot of ps5 games uh, exclusives i'm trying to play all the exclusives that are coming out that i'm interested in that's a big caveat that i'm interested in because yep. yep, i don't yep, want to yep, buy yep. every exclusive game because i don't have that much money but well i mean that's why you're playing canon yeah. and i'm playing Deathloop. So. yeah uh baba booey but some games like kana yeah have uh, trophy cards that are like, oh hey, here's how you clear the rot here, like, or here's how you, sure. here's how you get here. It's a little puzzly, you know. And some games are just like, here's where you are in the story. Just hit this button to resume back to where you were. Both of those options are really cool. I like that. Uh, with Sackboy, yeah. it would tell you where like hidden items were. Like if you're like, oh, I missed the the big like collectible bubble here. Where is it? You'd go to the card and you'd hit the button and it would show you exactly on the level where it was. Yep. Those are great. As someone who has plays a lot of games with a lot of collectibles, thank God. But I noticed that a lot of games aren't really utilizing that, and that's a big feature of the PS5 that I was excited about when yeah. it came out. And yeah. when it's used well, it's amazing. When it's used poorly, it's barely noticeable. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, it's totally a good way. Of and putting a lot of it. a lot of people just aren't putting the effort into it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move on here. So after that, we've got cordonpushcore.com. Sony fixes PS4 internal clock battery issue with firmware update 9.00. Uh, so back in the day, this was during the the chaos. Back in the day, <laughs> about a year ago. Oh shit! When was the PS3 store threatening to close? Is that earlier this year? That, that was March, something like that. Was it this year? Yeah. I don't know, man. The last eighteen months have been a blur. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, back when the PS3 store was threatening to be closed, uh, folks started worrying about, you know, being able to keep games, uh, games continuing on into the future and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it was then found out that the PS4 has to connect to the internet 
in order to verify your games, even your disc, your mm-hmm. physical games, uh, which blew my mind. I didn't know that that was going to have to be a thing. And then it turns out that there's a battery, CMOS battery in there. And even if you replace this battery once that dies, uh, you won't be able to, you know, essentially verify your games online. It's, it's basically to stop trophy cheating from happening mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So according to this article here, the YouTuber Modern Vintage Gamer had did a little experiment, took the battery out, replaced it, and should have gotten an error, uh, CE3039-1-6, and should have refused to play any PS4 titles after replacing the battery. Um, but apparently it boots the game up and plays it. Hmm. So this uh, it says, quote, we have 100% confirmed that it is working. So that's great, I think, in my opinion. I, I, I like the fact that Sony is, even though they make missteps, uh, they are eventually listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are addressing some of these issues, um, just like with the PS3 store. Now, you could argue, you could 100% argue, that they just wanted to make more money by keeping the PS3 store open. And I would agree with you on that, because they're a business. They need to make money, right? But as far as this goes, they could have just let this slide and mm-hmm. been like, oh, you can't play your PS4 games? Sucks. Uh, get a PS5. Yeah. But they've built a workaround for this, and that's good. I, I mean, that well, it's better than good. That's fantastic because that keeps people's PS4s like an active machine as opposed to a mm-hmm. $100 paperweight. Yeah. I, like I said, I, like you brought this up earlier, and I was like, I didn't know that. But then again, I've not touched my PS4 really in like a year since I got the PS5. Because Same. it's... It's a straight upgrade from the PS4. Yep. It plays 99.9% of all PS4 games. Yep. In fact, I only found one game in my library, and it was a, a it was like a demo of a game that I downloaded that won't play. And I was like, okay, that's yep. whatever. But it plays, you know, VR games. You have to get the dongle. They give you a free dongle. I don't know if they still do, <laughs> but I know that they gave you a free dongle for your PS4 or your VR for your PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It plays all your PS4 games. It plays them better than the PS4 Pro does. Um, you know, some of those games come with free PS5 upgrades. Yeah, yeah. And those, I had it in my, I did play it a little bit when it was in my bedroom, but then the ghost broke my TV. Oh, that's right. So now I don't play the PS4. I totally forgot about that happening. Oh, poor, poor Dylan and yep. ghost televisions. Yep. I'm sorry about that, bud. And then somehow, so I bought, <laughs> before the PS5 came out, I bought a 4K player. Sure. Because I was like, oh, I have 4K Blu-rays. I should have a player. Right. Um, now I don't even need the player because I have a PS5. So, like, it's replaced two machines with itself. It has, yeah, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. That's I mean, because I used my PS4 as a Blu-ray player for a long time. Yeah. And then I haven't watched a movie on my PS5 yet. No, wait. No, I haven't. Not on the PS5 because I don't have the media remote because oh, I, yeah, like, don't yeah. want to leave the controllers on and stuff. And I want to be able to, you know, pause it in a second. No, I get that. I get that. But I have learned, though, a cool thing about the PS5, and this shows you how much, like, attention to detail is made. Yeah. If you boot the game from a controller, yeah. it puts you on the game tab. Yep. If you boot it from the media remote, it puts you in the media tab. That's that, is, that is attention to detail that, is that, clever. Yeah. that I'm, I am appreciate a lot. Yeah, no. I just like the PS5, man. I like the stuff. I just, I just like the PS5. Get off my, get off my back. Get off my and case. Hopefully, everybody can get one that wants one for Christmas and holidays. Can we, can we just all like play some video games and chill? Yeah, can we play? Um, can we all play Nickelodeon All Stars Battle Royale or whatever it's called? And chill. Yeah, and chill. Can, we, can we all just play as Nigel Thornberry? <laughs> just still, I cannot believe this is a thing in reality. Yeah. Apparently, it's a really easy platinum too. Is it really? It's like well, you have to be like. 
it's a lot of like, oh, just clear arcade mode with every character. Just do this. Beat three level nine characters in a team battle. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I might have to try that out. Might be my new fighting game. Apparently, it's really fun. Okay, well, yeah. good. I'm glad to hear that. And all the trophies are like pictures of the characters. So you get uh, oh, there's nice. a cat dog trophy. Beautiful. There's a cat dog trophy. Beautiful. I'm I'm in. I'm in. There's a bunch of turtles trophies too. I'm double in yeah. now. All right, moving on here. So, cornerpushcore.com. Naughty Dog will reveal the Last of Us multiplayer quote when it's ready. Um, so they've had this Last of Us two event recently. Mm-hmm. They announced a bunch of PlayStation gear on the PlayStation Gear store. Um. Over on the the PlayStation blog, you know, it's I mean, I don't know what to think about this. They they've got a lot of Last of Us like records, mm-hmm. uh, vinyl statues. You know, they have a Joel statue, some clothes, and things like that. I think they look cool. You know, do I have that kind of money to spend on that right yeah. now? Not quite. You know, uh, but you know, it's it's you know, yesterday as of recording this was Last of Us Day, and so they mm-hmm. had you know all that stuff, and uh, they folks were hoping for an update on on factions on something right. And uh, let me see if I can find this quote here. Uh, Quote, in short, we're working on it. We see the community comments, as many of you clamor for multiplayer and want updates. For now, we'll say that uh, we love the team, what the team is developing, and we want to give them time to build out their ambitious project. We'll reveal more when it's ready. So at this point, okay, do you think a, a, you know, Last of Us Naughty Dog multiplayer thing is going to get as much hype as you, as like these folks are making it seem like? Because I'll be honest, I think a lot of people, they've played The Last of Us 2 and then they've moved on. I think if they time it, I think they're going to time it with the release of the HBO show just to get that peak hype. Sure, I can see um, that. I can see but that. I'm in the camp of The Last of Us should never had have had multiplayer. Because it's um, the story's okay, yeah. not because the story is you know really about living on your own and then finding sure like a place to call your own like sure. a place where people are and stuff. The multiplayer is like okay, let's just continue on that. But from what I've seen, I've not played the multiplayer. There's a story to it. It's just kind of like oh, now just kill these people. Okay, <laughs> it seems tacked on. No, I give you that. Wasn't it? It wasn't available at launch, was it? The multiplayer Last of Us, the original. Oh, you can't ask me that. That's forever ago. <laughs> but people don't play when people think like with Call of Duty, people go, "Oh yeah, the multiplayer is great." Yeah. The story is kind of eh, but I mean, the multiplayer is great. But they've been rectifying that and having really good stories, from what I've heard lately, sure, sure. like wild stories. Yeah. And people are starting to play that, you know. Um. But when i think the last of us i don't think multiplayer i don't think a lot of people think multiplayer i think most people think the story of joel and ellie and that's the the story of joel and ellie is the heart and the core and the entirety of the story of last no, of us no i agree i agree why would you taint that with kind of really bad cuz i mean everybody will agree the gameplay part of the last of us is the worst aspect of the game you think the gameplay is the worst aspect well the in the first one yes 100% yes the shooting the shooting and like the run, the combat is the worst part of the Last of Us one. It's so clunky. There were times when I was playing it that I was like, "Man, if I had to play this with actual real AI, I'd be yeah. very like or real people, I would be very upset." I guess I can see that, but it's I, like tacking on the multiplayer to the Uncharted games. There was no need. No, I I get that. I get that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, it might not be needed, but it's nice to have it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm. There's so much. It's just like. What is it going to be different to bring in 
you know, people from the other millions of online shooting games. No, I get you. Yeah. I get you. Well, maybe that's the that's yeah. the, the pull. Then you go for you you come for the story and then you stay to do some multiplayer. What should be a fucking br? If it is, <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna say 100 percent upset, no. but I will be. I'll be pretty upset. Let's say that it's like uh, another game that I didn't was like. Why does it have multiplayer like this? Is Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know, man. I mean, a lot of people really like it. It's just I just I just want to know why. Because I know Sony, like we we've harped on an Xbox for not having a, you know story driven action games that sure. sell. Sure. But then Sony takes those games and then it's like, hey, you know, it'd be great multiplayer online. I think I think a lot of people like it though. To be honest, to be fair, I just I can I can understand why you wouldn't like it. Yeah. And I and I even myself I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima Legends. But that being said, I see a lot of hype for Ghost. Mm-hmm. Just using that as an example. I see a lot of hype for Ghost of Tsushima Legends because it's it's that lo well it's not the locale but it's the same mm. themes and it has that feeling of Ghost of Tsushima but it's a tacked on experience for mm-hmm. free you know that you can go hang out with your friends and and be a bunch of like oni and demons mm-hmm. and shit like that I don't know I, it, it's it's like it's like uh playing in the world of Ghost of Tsushima without playing Ghost of Tsushima, if that makes sense. You get to play by the rules of Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. but it's like a, a little bit more free-for-all. I think I think that's why people like those kind of multiplayer modes, because like Uncharted, right? Mm-hmm. You get to play with the Uncharted characters. What if Sully did shoot Nathan Drake in the face or something like that? You know, well, it's just fun. It's like goofy, mm-hmm. you know, what if is, uh, you know, multiplayer. Same thing with Last of Us, you know. I don't know. That's just me, though. I think I think it's just... I think it's playing in the world that they built. Like, I think it's cool for people that want it. I think it's wholly unnecessary. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think I th- I would say yeah, unnecessary to have a good experience, but I would say welcome regardless. And they're gonna be like, hey, it's been two years. His multiplayer trophies we tacked on to ruin your hundred <laughs> percent. That's true. That's why we're called Naughty Dog. Yeah. Speaking of Naughty Dog, speaking of Last of Us, uh, we have a glimpse at the Last of Us HBO series, and you said it looked pretty plain. Yeah. And I didn't get it, plain. <laughs> well, because the picture is, is Joel and Ellie's characters looking at, yeah, okay. They're looking at a crash they're plane. Lo- they're looking at a crash plane on a, on a plane, on mm-hmm. an actual land mass plane. It, it looks, I have crash. the same qualms with this as I had in our group discussion about the cowboy bebop open it looks too clean there's not enough grit on it i thought the cowboy bebop thing looked uh, pretty good but maybe the intro did look too clean the intro when i watched it side by side compared to the original cowboy bebop Mm -hmm, intro mm -hmm. i went there's why would you even try and mimic it because Hmm. the only two shots that are the same uh, well at the beginning when he pulls the drag off the cigarette and then he runs so weird in the live action open that it threw, took me out immediately. Like I was in, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe they'll do a good job. Sure. And then the second he started running, and I was like, oh god, no. <laughs> oh no. But the only tra- the only two things that are the same in the trailer is the the yeah, I get you. And I was like, why why are there so many? Why are you introducing all these characters now in the in the intro? Why can't it just be the three the three leads? What is this? Why is Ein in the intro? Like, I don't. I just why is why is Sid versus why why is the the big climactic last episode fight in the intro? 
I'll give you that. Why is vicious and well? It's probably okay. I'll I'll say this. It's probably because the majority of the people that are gonna yeah. watch the live action Cowboy Bebop have already watched yeah. Cowboy Bebop, so that's probably why they've included that in there. But to bring in new people, it's just like it's, sure, sure. I, I get you. Like I, get I, like you. I said, I was like, I'm gonna watch it. But sure. The bar is set so low for me based on every other anime live action adaptation, sure. including the ones on Netflix. I'll give you that. There's only been one decent live action animation and that's the Roni the Samurai X movies. Oh Roni Kenshin ones. ones. Yeah. yeah. Those are dope. Those are pretty yeah. dope. No, I'll give you that. I to go back to Last of Us though, um I mean again, I think the people that are gonna watch this are people that like mm-hmm. The Last of Us. I mean I'll watch it because I like the For sure. I mean it's got Neil Druckmann as yeah. the head writer. It's got Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I was like, you know, I'll I'll watch it because I am an active HBO subscriber sure. and I use it a lot. Sure, so I'll watch it, and it's going to be in the zeitgeist, and it's a pleasure show, and you know I'm going to watch it. I mean, yeah. hell, I watched Powers for God's sake. <laughs> Did you really watch? Yes, Powers? Yes, I watched Powers. Uh, how'd that go? It's all right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I just yeah i I think it's going to be good enough i just looking at it i think it's always going to be jarring mm-hmm. just because it's not the game so i think i think there is going to be that hard part for all of us to kind of get over you know it's just like when um it's just like when those live action ninja turtles movies came out the michael bay mm-hmm. ones the turtles themselves were pretty hard to get over right but then like once you got past that hump yeah they were fun the second movie was way better than the first the second one. movie was incredibly but it was literally the just... second one i would say like i will watch it again like, sure that's how good it is it yeah. had crying in it yeah had had just fun saturday wasn't, morning cartoon action it wasn't the voice of Krang, ray romano's brother and everybody loves raymond oh god I the, don't the, know. the one fish from finding nemo the puffer fish oh god Brad something Krang voice actor Ninja Turtles. You're about to get shell shocked. Yeah. Knock knock. You about to get Brad Brad Garrett? No. Yeah, Brad Garrett. Is it? Yeah, that's Ray Romano's brother and everybody loves Raymond. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Brad Garrett. Uh, uh. But I mean, that movie was fun. It was. And I thought the first movie was fun, but like just on the other side of bad. It was. Yeah. Especially the weird Mikey and April yeah. dynamic. Yeah. And then, but then they were like, I got hey. something special for you, girl. I was like, no, Mikey, no. But they were like, hey, these things look like fucking aliens. And they're like, okay, yeah. we'll tone it down. And they fixed the made it more turtle-like. And I was like, yeah, that's all you had to do. You were here. Yeah. And now we're over here. Past, past bit, the line yeah. of bad. Yep. No, I'll give you that. So, I yeah, I think I think this, again, if, if, I can, if we can get over just the fact that it's not a video yeah. game and and it doesn't look like a video game i think i think it'll still be a good experience nonetheless. i swear to god though there's not two hours of the show of joel crafting uh <laughs> crafting anything yeah right oh I'm making molotovs <laughs> uh what is gonna be weird though for us to all watch collectively as a human race mm-hmm. something that you all I, i'm sure some of y'all are like it doesn't seem like they're gonna talk about it but oh we're <laughs> we're gonna talk about it the Mario movie. Yep. Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, what is this, buddy? Okay, so I watched so I watched the Nintendo um I watched direct. It, I watched it late. I didn't watch it. I watched it, on it time. at work. Yeah. Live. Yeah. And the whole time I they were doing the Mario thing because I was like, Oh, that's that's Miyamoto. Yep. And they were like His I hair's hear, looking wild, by the way. His hair's looking wild. He's looking he's getting 
to look a little older. Because, I mean, the man's like, what, 60-something? Yeah. And he came out, and I was like, what the hell is Miyamoto here for? Are we getting a Mario Odyssey? I was like, oh, my first thought was, oh, shit, Mario Odyssey 2? Yeah, right. And he comes out, and he was like, I have to tell you about the Mario movie and our friends from Illuminations who made the Minions. And I was like, ah, back that up. <laughs> And he was like, I'm here to give you some of the voice casts. And I was like, okay. And he goes, Mario will be voiced by Chris Pratt. And I went, what? Yep. <laughs> it was like nobody else was talking in this in our uh, yeah. little area. And I go, what? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? Why? And I just turned my phone around and I go, this is real. And they were like, what? <laughs> and then Anya Taylor, Julius Peach, okay. Yeah, like, sure. Oh, yeah. Mario. Yeah. Go fish, Mario. Go <laughs> fish. Uh, Charlie Day is Luigi. I can see that one. I was like, okay, yeah, just it's just Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Yep, yep. And uh, Jack Black is Bowser. Yeah, is about the only thing. As we go down this yeah. list here, that's that's the one saving grace to this casting. He's probably gonna sing. He, he has is. to sing. Has if to, it's Jack Black, has to. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Where are we going with this? Dude, that was the one where I started laughing. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Because I... Key, Key has a a very high-pitched voice when he wants to make yeah. it, but it's not Toad. I hope they just leave his voice alone. Like, it's just Keegan-Michael Oh, my Michael God. Key. It's just Keegan-Michael yeah. Key just talking. Uh, part of me thinks that this is just an elaborate prank by, yeah. by Nintendo. Part of me wants to say that Nintendo was like, ha ha, we lied. It's all Charles Martinet, but I don't know. Oh, he's there as an additional voices. As cameos. What the hell is that? What does that the mean? The only thing I can think of is like, he's going to be like, the like they're going to be like, oh, this is the, here's the video game Mario. This is Mario's dad. Yeah. <laughs> or it's some shit. Me, Mario. It's me, Mario. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. What? <laughs> That was the other one where I went, what? Why is Seth Rogen Donkey Kong? I was like, first off, why is Donkey Kong in the Mario movie? Unless he's going to steal Pauline. Yeah. Again. I, mm, mm, I but you get Bowser and... Uh, this is the fucking Spider-Man 3 problem. There's too many villains. Yeah, you've got... Um, Let's see here. We've we've got Fred Armisen as, as Cranky Kong, which I guess I get. You mm. know, whatever. Um, But then we've got Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. Uh, which is the little like uh, the wizard? Uh, the wizard, yeah. Thank you. The the wizard Koopa. Yeah, wizard Koopa. And then we have uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. I have no idea who that is. No idea either. As Spike. Yeah, why Spike? Why does Spike get a an acting? Why does like out of all the? Why yeah. do we not have like some Goombas talking or some shit? I don't know. It would have been funny if there was like a like a head Goomba that was yeah. like I don't know at Bowser's feet. Ben like, Schwartz. Ben doing a sonic ben voice. Schwartz as a Goomba. He's yeah. like, I don't know, Bowser. I don't know if this is a really great idea. <laughs> oh, man. Ben Schwartz as a Goomba would have been amazing. Or Danny DeVito. One of the two. I just... Dylan, I don't know what to think. This is this has got me really concerned about video you know game been, movies. <laughs> you know what would have been real fucked, though, if they were like, and playing Bowser, Charles Martinet. That would have been funny, though. I don't I, don't I would have laughed my ass off. I Yeah, yeah. At least they're Litton, because the thing, I was talking to my friends at work, and I was like, this stinks heavily of what Warner Brothers did with Scoob, where they yeah. didn't hire anybody who's played any of those characters before, except yeah. I think Velma, maybe, was Velma, one of the Velmas? Sure, sure, sure. But, you know, Matthew, Matthew Willard has been Shaggy since the live action movies, yep. basically. And he wasn't even asked. He says, he remember him tweeting out saying, I found out when you guys found out. Yep. And so, 
at least they brought the voice of Mario and Luigi into the movie, but it seems real shitty. It does. It seems like a really shitty consolation prize. It's like, well, Charles, we decided to go with Star-Lord and Andy. But... But unless, you can do some voices. Unless it's they're wanting to separate this from the video game Mario. Like they want to make like a they want to make a Mario, a video game Mario, and they want to do like a movie Mario. But why would you? Why the hell would you? I mean, there's a difference between Sonic and Archie Sonic. <laughs> but Archie Sonic borrows elements mm-hmm. from the game Sonic. He literally has like power rings and yeah. fucking saves animals out of robots and shit like that i mean that that's it's not that different yeah. it's it's just but i mean slightly different also okay ben schwartz is not sonic in the games i know i know and i'm and yeah. like but but it's it's just an mm. yeah but i can see ben schwartz being sonic yeah in the games this is, is the thing maybe chris pratt's got a good mario at least it's not what's his face uh, from the Super Mario Brothers show. Oh, oh yeah, Lou something. Yeah, hey Paisanos. Yeah, yeah. Hey Paisanos. Hey, get out of here. Which I found out that means friends. Paisano means friend in Italian. <laughs> did you did you not know that? No, I didn't know okay. that. I also it's also my girlfriend's younger sister's last name. Paisano. Yeah. Okay. All right. Her dad's Italian. Okay. Bobby Boopy. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh uh. Anyway, I just um. I don't know, man. This has got me worried about the the Everything. trend of video game films because, you know, we're supposedly getting... I mean, well, we've got Resident Evil coming out this October, this November, whenever that mm-hmm. is. And then, you know, there we got the Uncharted film. There's, like, supposed to be just a bunch of these mm-hmm. various projects in the work. And I don't know. Like, I don't want it all to be like the MCU. Like, mm-hmm. just big names... Because look, here's my thing. Well, if you're tired, if you're tired of Marvel movies, I get it because they are they have a formula to them, right? But I still like them because they are like the 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 refreshing comfort of mm-hmm. of just seeing some comic action and some fun stories and some and spectacle. Genuinely, some of them are good. Yes. Genuinely good. Some yes. of them are genuinely bad. Some of them Looking are at most of the Thor movies. Yeah, no, I, I'll I'll give you that first Ant or. First Ant Man, I really liked. Second Ant Man, I was like, why did why yeah. did we have this? You know, well, that's what I, it was a stepping stone for Endgame. Sure, basically, I'll give you that. But we also... Iron Man two, as much as I love Iron Man two, I will admit that it's not a very good movie. Yeah, just like uh, I love the Incredible Hulk with Edward Orton. Yeah, but you know, but then you look at like Shang Chi, and I'm like, this yeah. is this is fucking fun, man. We also got to thank the Marvel MCU. I mean, they took a risk on making Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr. They did was just like fresh out of rehab. Yeah, they did. And look at him now. He's like was like one of the most highest paid actors in the world. He is, and he's like donating to charity, and yep. he's like a legit good person now. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they should have just got some no names, but I, I think they should have because I think this is gonna kill voice act. Well, yeah. not kill, but I think this is gonna start. But I, I also rolling see against trying voice to acting. get the biggest names as possible to get a big to get spotlight people, on it. Yeah. Sure, to get people in the seats. I get that. Mm-hmm. I I get that. But I think. I think you could have done that without mm-hmm. Chris Pratt, Jack Black, you know, Key, and, and and all these people. I think I think you could have done that just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't think you need a star-studded cast for every major IP or every production or whatever. You know, I mean, again, Marvel did that. They they took a bunch of people that were just essentially nobodies. Mm-hmm. 
I won't say they were, but they were, you know, on, you know, on everyone's radar, essentially no one, you know, like Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt and all those guys. All the Chris's. All the Chris's. ScarJo was kind of there, kind of not, yeah. you know. Um, <clears throat> I just, I don't know, man. I got a weird feeling about this. I need to see a trailer. Every, and I'm, mm. I'm going to go see it. And I'm going to go in with no expectations, like I always do for any mm-hmm. film with an IP. I mean, we went and saw Sonic. We have to go see Mario. We do. We do. Maybe they won't make a joke where Mario shits himself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> Mamma mia. I messed with my pants. <laughs> I cooped all over my pants. <laughs> uh, Luigi, did you put a Goomba in my pants? Oh, my or God. Or did I poop on myself? Oh, my God. <laughs> Mario, it's I, am, I emptied my warp pipe. Oh yeah. no, 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 no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We're moving on. <laughs> I in my pants. <laughs> All in my denim, 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 denim. Dylan, let's talk about something a little bit fancier than pooping your pants. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing. Fa- oh damn. Okay. Well, we might as well just skip this segment. Uh, they told me in preschool. <laughs> anyway, I do believe it is time for this week in PlayStation. Station, station, station. All right, Dylan, this is a game. I believe you've gotten the platinum for this. If not, um, you know, we, we can still talk about this a good chunk here, but this is a first person mystery adventure game developed by Variable State, published by 505 Games, released. On the PlayStation Four in uh, excuse me on September twenty second, twenty sixteen. Uh, twenty sixteen, first person mystery game. Is this mm-hmm. Kona? It's not Kona. What? The game follows graduate FBI special agent Anne Tarver as she investigates. Is this Virginia. Her... Yes, it is. Okay, there you are. There you are. Uh, Ann Tarver investigates her first case, like the disappearance of a boy in rural Virginia. It really was, wasn't it? It's based on like a, well, it says based on a true story, but I don't know if that's true or not. I Yeah, I don't know. I think man. I remember reading that it it may have been. I don't remember. I played that game in like 2018. So there's no dialogue in this game. No. Whatsoever. It, it's all like. It's all words. It's, well, I mean, reading stuff, yeah. But there's also, it's all like physical conversations. Mm. And. Man, this game is just, it does have a weird ending. I'll give you that because it seems like there's a lot of like potential endings to it, but none of them seem real. It's, yeah, it's, it's a very strange game. It is a very strange game. It's also a pretty easy platinum. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, as far as easy platinum games go, this one's enjoyable because at least there's like a good story to go with all the, the, the chores, so to speak, all the the random mm-hmm. collections and things like that. Well, that and you're like, what is going on? Like sure. half the time, and then by the end, you're like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, essentially. I was, I really enjoyed this game though. I I thought I found it to be very interesting. Uh, I like that it's. At first, I was a little pissed that it was open ended, mm-hmm. but then I kind of thought about it more and more, and I liked the fact that it was open ended because it, that led to a lot of discussions like, oh, I think they, you know, they did find this person or, oh, I think they didn't, you know, I think mm-hmm. she ended up doing this. And uh, if you look at like this little frame here or this little, I, I, I like that. I like that ability to, to pick apart and discuss and theorize without just, 
you know, going off the rails like some IPs do, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why I like Star Wars for a reason, you know, because you can pick apart stuff and, and go like, what about this? What about that? You know, um, as long as you don't go mm-hmm. batshit crazy with it, right? And I think Virginia is one of those games that you can really do that with. It, it's it's just got some interesting characters. It's got interesting locales. If you grew up in the South, there's like a lot of, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, uh, you know, there's the troublesome teenagers that hang out in a weird field with a sewer pipe and all that stuff. And you're like, yep. Yeah, I know that. And you got like the weird diner and, and all that stuff. And again, it it's like, is it fucking magic? Is it aliens? Is it a government conspiracy? What is going on? And I that's what I like about it. You know, it's it's like diet doctor control, basically, minus all the psychic powers and shit like that. It's it's like if you're if you're vibing on control, Virginia is probably a game that you would like because it's got that same weird energy to it i would argue at least mm-hmm. but yeah virginia it's a it's a weird little game and i wanted to talk about it just because it was just an easy platinum it was mm-hmm. a fun time i recommend everyone play it and, and get it on their platinum trophy list because i mean there's no shame in this one it's not like a it's not like what's that weird christian company that makes all the weird games yeah. right now dylan i don't know but they make games uh, they i literally talked about this before recording what is that name of that one zippy the circle just fuck off with that just get out of here with your your dollar platinums. I don't know. If you if you wanted to get big dollar platinums, go for it. I'm not here to tell you how to spend your money, but also at the same time like that this these this developers making like I don't know, like 3 games a month, 4 mm-hmm. games a month making shitty games. I don't know, dude. I just play if you're going to do an easy platinum, in my opinion, play one that's worth it. Mm-hmm. Play or, a fun game. Play a fun game. Don't play just a dumb game and like waste your time on this mortal coil. Yeah. Existential crisis from Zach. <laughs> play a fun game like My Name is Mayo. Play exactly. If you're gonna play like a shitty platinum game, play My Name is Mayo or Mr. Masaji. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They get have it. some class. That's some class. Have some class. Some mayonnaise level class. Yeah. Dylan, do you have a no-brand deal for I me I do this have week? a no-brand deal this week. There's a lot of deals going on, so I There's so it. many fucking deals yeah, going on. Yeah, we've got, uh, as a recording, Big in Japan up to 70%, double discounts up to 74% for PS Plus members. And if it had we recorded over the weekend, instead of on Monday, we'd have had another sale. Yeah, and then we also have games under $20. Yeah, so, there's, yeah, so there's many a lot. Sales. So, so many sales. sales. So this is from the Big in Japan sale, because I know how much you love Japan. <laughs> I did just do my, uh, yeah. my anime lecture this past week. So oh, yeah? I did. I did. You would have been proud of me. What animes did you mention? Uh, a lot, actually. We talked about Spaceship Yamato, um, Mahagogo, which is Speed Racer. Shoot, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Um, I talked about Star Wars Visions for a little while. Uh, Akira. We we talked about Astro Boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we 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 hit all the major pillars, and then we hit in like some of the the more finer stuff. Did you? Mentioned that Toonami is arguably the reason why anime is so popular in the West. I did, actually. Yes. I did talk about that. Uh, did you say I was there? I also <laughs> did say that. Yes, I did. I talked about my experience with anime growing up because it was a like weird foreign thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so there was like an air of mysticism to it, an air of exoticism to it. And I think that's what made it so popular is because it was seemingly like so far away. Well, know? it was super foreign. It was. It was super foreign. So yeah, I think I think that that's what made anime. So also, powerful. it probably helped that the licenses for the shows were dirt cheap. That's also probably yeah. very true. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z went through like what eight different 
dubs or some shit like that. Yep. Something crazy like that. Anyway, hit me with your deal, buddy. Okay, so this is a game on PS4. Okay. Uh, it released in 2017. 11-6-2017. It is a role-playing game. And I was trying to see if there's... Oh, it's on sale for 50% off. It is $30 instead of $60. So that's fucking stupid. Wow. That this game... Especially when you find out what it is. This game costs $30 fucking dollars. It's still in five years almost. Okay. Four years after it's been out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a clear summer sky spreads over the Hoshinomiya Girls High School. The story begins with the belated start of school life for Hanako Shirai, who has just recovered from a leg injury due to a tragic accident. The magical sisters Yuzu and Lime, which I found out Yuzu is just a citrus fruit in Japanese, bestowed to her a special power to become a reflector. Hanako transforms into their magical reflector form and protects the world from devastating forces for the sake of, for <laughs> I almost read that as sake of the world for the sake of the world and her dream that she had that she had to give up on. Dylan Wright, why do you do this to me? <laughs> what have I done to you to deserve this ire? What's the game, Zach? It's Blue Reflection. It sucks. <laughs> it's a busy work, the game. It really is. Like I, Okay, we both platinumed it. Yeah. And we both played it. And I still don't know really like I don't get it. How? Like I don't get it. The game would just go it's and I'd be like. a sequel coming down the pipeline. Yeah, I know. I don't know how. There's an anime sequel coming down the pipeline. Jesus too. Christ, why? I don't know. But I was, well, I was playing it, and as I was playing it, I was like, why anything? I was like, none of it really makes any sense. None of it really matters. Kind of happens. Yeah. It okay. Look, I'll give it this. It mm-hmm. explores the themes of bullying in Japanese yes. high schools, and I liked that it did that. It, it does that pretty well. My favorite part was that it's the longest school year ever. If you did what I did and just go home every day and take a bath yeah. to raise your points or whatever. And so I probably spent a three semesters worth of time because there's no time limit. Yeah. You just do whatever you want. So you're like, okay, I'm going to spend literally a full 365 days just going to the bath. I will be the cleanest person. <laughs> I will be the cleanest student. But it's so... It's so weird. It's when people like think of anime. Yeah. Um, and they think of like... This. They think of the hypersexualization of schoolgirls. Yep. And Moe. Yep. Like, there was a time when that was the, the like, um, stereotype of anime. Yeah. This does not help that. No, it doesn't. As someone who's like, hey, you know, anime is, like, influential in a lot of things. Um, and it's also kind to of the point, Yeah, to the point where Forever 21 is selling Dragon Ball sweaters. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Oh, my. F- yes, they are. Sweet baby Jesus. That... You know, anime is not what this is. There is some anime that is like this. There is super hypersexualized anime. Yeah. Of course there is. Yeah, There's yeah. also super sexualized cartoons in America, too. Look at Big Mouth. It's just oh, yeah. launchy. It is, yeah, from what I've heard. I haven't yeah. watched it, but I, I've seen um, enough of it to know I don't need to see it. And I get They're like, oh, they're, they're high school girls. Not every show is like that. If yeah. you take some, like, look at Cowboy Bebop. Was, it's true. Is literally so... Westernly popular that Netflix is remaking it yep. as a live action show. And people are pissed that the actress doesn't have gravity yeah. defying yeah. breasts, which I just, yeah. But people, and like, look at Evangelion. Yep. 
but that that they just released a new movie of that, and people were super stoked. And now it's finally over after twenty five years. I mean, anime is not this. Yeah, there is a part of anime that is this, but that part of anime has kind of died off, really. But it's not. It's not. Or been pushed to the side. It's not just this. Yeah, is the best way to put it. I think it's not just. I want. I want to say. I want to blame Love Hina on that because Love Hina was like one of the was the very is that, one that of the, like horror anime? Yeah, yeah it was okay, one of the very first fan subbed animes to be digitally distributed. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was fan subbed. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. why it was so popular in the early aughts. Okay. Okay. And then I think that being a lot of people's first like introduction to fan subs and mm. Japanese anime that wasn't you know yeah scrubbed clean by the American censors. People were like, oh, is this really what all anime is? And it kind of got that stigma for a while. And now it's, look, it's Naruto. <laughs> everywhere. It. He's everywhere now because his son is a, has an anime. Yeah, Boruto is everywhere. It's like, I can't tell you how much Naruto stuff I see. It, yeah. Now. Like, Naruto was when I was in high school. I, I, like, literally, I literally am swamped by yeah. Naruto, Kimetsu no Yaiba, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, and Boku no Hero. Yeah. Like, I see All of that those Shonen Jump series. Everywhere now. Which I found out recently, I think it's like 52 or 55% of Shonen Jump readers. Yeah. Women. Really? Yeah. Huh. So it shouldn't be called Shonen Jump anymore. Should be called uh, Shoujo Jump. Yep, Shoujo Jump, or should be Shoujo Toshonen Jump. Yeah, Minna Jump. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But no, Shonen Jump, like they make so much money. Yeah. Anime is a huge market. Yeah, but absolutely. when you get shit like this, it kind of just like taints it. It does a little bit. I get it. And that's that's our lecture on anime today. Yeah, yeah. I love anime. I love anime too. Even though I don't watch it that much, yeah. I, I like it for what it does. I only give Zach good anime recommendations yep. that he never watches <laughs> because he hates me i'm, I'm busy okay <laughs> He's a busy man i'm a busy man this busy man's gotta go to the bathroom okay dokie best way to end this segment well dylan i do believe it is time for our sacred duty as per usual you know uh nothing nothing can stop us from this man nothing people try they come in every week they come into my office at work and they're like, hey. And I'm like, hey, can I help you? And, you know, can I help you teach, you learn some Japanese? Let's hear from my, and they're like, hey, shut up, old man. Oh. And I'm like, whoa. What's with all the hostility? And they're like, you better fucking stop with your trophy of the week. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do? And then they knock, and they knock over all my Star Wars figures in my office and they walk out. And they're like, that's just a taste. And I'm like, damn. And then I go home and all my Star Wars figures are knocked off my bookshelf. And I'm like, double damn. <sighs> How'd they get your house? Exactly. And then they left, they left me a nice note. They're like, sorry. We didn't mean to break into your house. Here's the key that we used. Have a nice day. They're really polite, even if they are mean. They're buttholes. They're, they're polite buttholes. They're nice, polite buttholes. Nice, polite buttholes. Anyway, speaking of nice, polite buttholes, Dylan, it's time to talk about our three, two, one trophy, trophy of, of the week. week. I almost sang the word butthole. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go ahead and, and start this week because I only have one game. Uh, I've been working on Hades. Because Hades is a fantastic game, and it also is a grind. Uh, it's not a terrible grind, though, because, mm-hmm. the, man, like, Supergiant has done so much to make sure that every time you jump in, it's a little bit different. You get a little bit of dialogue that you didn't get last time. You get an interaction that you weren't expecting. Um, so to kind of... To skirt around the story because i don't want to give away too much right and i'm hoping one day i'll give you my physical copy and you'll play this and you'll see why i love this game so much um but you know like okay you you go 
you escape, right? And some stuff happens and you come back and now you can put these things like these challenges on your runs, right? You can give your enemies more HP, you can give them more attack speed, you can take away some of the choices of the upgrades you get. Um one will be randomly taken mm-hmm. away every time. You can have it to where every enemy has like two little hearts on there and you have to hit them twice before you can chip away at their HP. So like the first two hits are just null on an enemy. Uh, There's a lot of different ways to make it really difficult, right? So, you know, you do this and at first I was like, okay, this is just to make it harder. There's actual dialogue tied to making the game harder. Hmm. And so uh, one aspect, this isn't really giving away anything. But there's the three fates, right? There's Megara and... Um, uh, That's from Hercules. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, that threw me off entirely. I have to look up their names. Hades, fates, names. Anyway, there's three sisters, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and they're the fates. And you can't... Oh, my God. I I, I typed in fates and Is I... Is it the it maiden, the crone, and the woman? Um, the mother, the mother, the crone, and the woman? No, well, not the way... The, the maiden. Is I, there a young one, an old one, and like a mom? Not quite. Okay. There's, there's, um, let me see if I can find it really quick here. Because as soon as I started typing in the fates, it pulled up the Hercules fates and not the, <laughs> the fucking Hades. Oh, shoot. Here we go. Where are we at? Come on, y'all. Hades Wiki, why are you being like this? This is gonna be edited out later. Hey, future cha, cha, Zach, cha. hope you're not too tired editing the, the editing this at midnight. Hey, Zach, hope you're not dead. <laughs> Dylan wishes you well. Please, Zach, don't die. Please, Zach, don't die. Do not Here die. we are. So finally, after, after what seems like forever, you have the three fates. You have uh, Megara, Electo, and Tisiphone. And, uh, you know, Electo's kind of like this, this fate of lust, and Tisiphone's like this one of, like, death and all that stuff, right? And they all have their, their characteristics. But if you increase the difficulty, there's this one you can do where you can give your bosses additional moves. Mm-hmm. And so they have, like, their movesets, like, expanded. You can do up to, like, three or four of this, right? Um, so if you do this with, uh, with the Fate Sisters, normally you only face one at a time out of the first mm-hmm. world, right? And it's random, you know, whichever one it is. But if you do this, all three of them jump in. And so you have to f- defeat one of them. Mm-hmm. You're, you're killing down one of their health bars. But the other two are jumping in randomly and attacking at the same. And there's this dialogue that goes with it. And it's really, really neat. And so that's what I love about this game, about Hades, is just that there's so much attention to detail. Every little thing's got a little piece of lore, a little piece of dialogue, a little piece of story to go with this, you know, seemingly redundant gameplay you know um it it just it's really really cool uh but the trophy that i wanted to talk about in particular now that i've got all these tabs open i'm trying to find the names of the fates the trophy that i wanted to talk about in particular for this week was uh just a a real simple one uh i challenged chiron the river riverman of the river sticks uh to a battle and i got his loyalty card Oh, and uh, it's really really cool. So you can actually have a relationship. You can be make a friendship with Chiron, the the boatman. He's the shop owner, right for for the game. And uh, it's really funny because you'll be like, "Hey, Chiron, how's it going?" And he just goes, <sighs> and then he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that." Or just like he just talks like that, right? The only time he ever makes anything audible is if you give him enough uh, ambrosia mm-hmm. to become friends. 
you get a very faint like thank you like that's all you get right this is the only time like it comes anywhere near that well eventually there's a big bag of money hiding behind him Mm -hmm. and you can take it and so you take it and the music all of a sudden there's a record skip it's like and he's like what am i not supposed to take this and chiron's like and he just like poofs you away and you end up on like this big platform in the middle of nowhere surrounded by lava with all this gold and you have to fight the riverman uh, the boatman chiron and if you beat him, you get a loyalty card for that run where everything's 20% off hmm. uh, after that. Really, really neat. I, I like those little bits of extra, you know, fun to it. So it's like another optional mm-hmm. boss to where you can earn a 20% off card uh, for your run. But the monsters are all interesting in this game. The The gameplay itself is interesting. The dialogue between all the Olympian gods are, are, are I mean, you again, if you get like this one god's power and then you get another one, mm-hmm. uh, occasionally they'll talk to each other while you're like going through, you know, like Zeus is like, oh, I see that you've met my daughter Artemis and da 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 and, uh, you know, Artemis, you know, how's it going? And she's like, fine dad uh how are you <laughs> you know and he's like oh i'm i'm well you go along in the woods and play with your nymphs or whatever it is that you do and all that stuff and then like you can have like poseidon and zeus like mm-hmm. arguing over who's got like better domain over, you know, over the world and all that stuff it's just a lot of fun dialogue a lot of really great voice acting a lot of fantastic music the the gameplay is super tight i i high this this is coming close to my game of the year. I'm I'm going back and forth between this and Deathloop. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play that much Deathloop this past week, honestly, because I was on a roll with Hades. Um, but between Deathloop and Hades, I'm having a pretty good time here uh, for game new games this year, I should say. Um, that's about it, though. I, I didn't really conquer. I mean, I got like seven trophies. You know, I got I got fish from each region in Hades. Um, fulfilled 15 prophecies, which is kind of like you do these little checklists mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Uh, I got a little companion, which is nice. I got a little plushie, and when I use it, uh, Scully, one of the characters, pops up, and he he basically takes all the aggro for me, and I can you know beat up bosses and things like that. Um, and that's about it, really. I mean, the rest of it's not really that interesting. I got like a hundred Olympic boons, you know, power ups from the mm-hmm. gods and that kind of thing. So, I I really, again, the trophies aren't anything to like talk about as far as as opposed to the game. That being said, the trophies are fun, and they occur naturally just through playing the game. And so I think this has been a very complimentary trophy list uh, to the game. And I, I'm hoping that it stays that way as I entered like this last... I'm at 42%, so this last half, hopefully, is mm-hmm. not going to be too much of a grind. Um, but yeah, that's me. That's why I love Hades. Also, everyone in the game's hot, so there's that. Even Cerberus. Even Cerberus is hot. Listen, okay... If they you, all if, live in hell, of course you, they're Well, hot. yeah, but don't. If you think, though, that I didn't, now that I have a 3D printer, yeah. find a Cerberus <laughs> 3D print file. Not It's it's not the same art style as this mm-hmm. one, but one that looks pretty close. And if you don't think I'm going to spray paint that bad boy red and, and make it look like mm-hmm. Cerberus from Hades, you are sorely mistaken. So I'm going to have me a nice little Cerberus statue at some point. Anyway, mm-hmm. Dylan, let's talk about your games, man, since I've so done fawning on I, Hades. I have played two games. Go for it, man. I have... I purchased Canna. So it's Kenna? Yeah, Canna. Canna. Yeah, Canna. Canna, okay. It's C-A-N-A, even though it's spelled key. Well, you don't realize <laughs> that until like a good like third of the way through the game. Yeah. And they call her Canna, and I was like... Because looking at it, like my Japanese yeah, mind is Kenna. Kenna. Yeah. 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 Okay. But so I, I, I purchased uh, Kenna, British yeah. Spirits. I'm just going to say Kenna because it's easier. Sure, sure. Um, 
So the game, let me just start off the bat. The game looks beautiful. Good. The music, beautiful. Good. The dial, the story itself, um, is beautiful. Like, um, the whole premise of the game is you play a spirit guide, sure, who is supposed to guide spirits to the other to the other world. Okay. And so she goes to this mountain because there was a huge explosion and like it's just full of bad spirits and she wants to cleanse the mountain. Right. Well, to do that, you have to cleanse three spirits first, who then open up a path to the final spirit. And of course, there's like boss fight stuff along the way. This game is a lot of fun and is so you remember how i was talking about with psychonauts 2 the animations and combat's feeling pretty stiff yeah yeah this has the same problem okay everything about this game is polished except the combat Mm -hmm. um you you're gonna rely on your three hit combo a lot like a lot Mm. so your square 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 or no r1 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 it has dark souls controls right so like you know circle is to dodge um, you have a shield that can like take certain amounts of damage before you get hurt. So like if you, I think when you start the game, it's like three or four hits and it, you know, you're weak for a while. Um, you have, when you start the game, you just have a staff and you collect these little buddies called rots and they look like, have you ever seen Dr. Who, the adipose? Oh yeah. Imagine yeah, yeah. them black with toe beans and like moss on their head. And that's basically what the rot is. And you sure. have to collect all 100 rot. Okay. For a trophy, but okay. I mean, you don't have to. But you get like you get rot when you beat bosses. You get three rot when you beat bosses. So this game is full of collectibles. You have the rot. You have hats for the rot. <laughs> you can put hats. You on? put a little hats on them. There's 51 hats. That's cute. Um, there's also there's two types of currency. There's karma, which is used to upgrade your abilities, mm-hmm. and then there's just these little crystals that you use to buy the hats. So and that's pretty much all the collectibles. But getting you know enough karma to do this, getting all the hats, getting all the rots. Oh, there's also so there's a lot of work despite the fact yeah. that okay. there's uh, flower shrines, which are these shrines that are covered with yeah blight, and then you have to so there's there's these flowers that spawn <laughs> okay, and they make a little ball, and then you throw the rot into the ball, and it becomes this weird water snake. Okay. And then you have to go to the flowers and destroy the, the rot around the flowers, and it's fine. That's the collectible. There's cursed chests, which are combat chests, you know, defeated yeah. this, these enemies in this time. Um, and what's the other one? There's, oh, meditation spots. Okay. Which aren't on the map. There's 12 meditation spots. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> okay. But, you know, the, the game itself is, I would say it's budgeted at 40 like I think that's a good price for it. Sure. Just given um, that I probably could I beat the game in like twelve hours. I don't know if it's been patched yet, but there, it's. This game is incredibly easy mm-hmm. and fun, mm-hmm. with the exploit of not having to beat it on master difficulty. Okay. Because before the exploit was found, I was like, well, I have to play this game twice. So I started on the second highest difficulty mm-hmm. because. Master difficulty doesn't unlock until you beat the game once. Uh, so I started okay. on the second highest difficulty, and this game is mean on the second highest difficulty. Is it really? You get like three hits and you're dead. Whoa. And from what I've heard on the highest difficulty, it's like two hits at most and you're dead. And like you have uh, rot powers you can use. So like yeah. there's a little like yellow orbs below your health or above your health. And you can like do special things with the rot. So like once you get the bow and arrow, you can like aim your bow and then press square and rots will go into the arrow and it does a lot more damage. 
You can also do the rot hammer, which is where you jump up and you slam your staff down and rots go in other directions like underground and explode and kill enemies. Um, you can do, you get like a bomb. Like think of Breath of the Wild, the circle of bomb, oh, but yeah, it's a yeah. sticky bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you throw it and then you shoot it and it explodes and does like, you know, okay, spiritual tight. damage and tight. stuff. You can put rots in that and when it explodes, it creates like a, a stasis bomb and everything <laughs> just floats in it. It's that sounds it's, really cool. It is very versatile and yeah. once you unlock all the abilities, because you get like so much karma. Yeah. That you don't have to unlock, you know, do everything. But once you unlock all the abilities, you become a killing machine. Like mm. it's so effective to clear out large areas of enemies. Mm. Um but it every trophy all the collectible trophies are not missable. So mm. you can do everything post game. Okay. Or you can I mean they when you beat the game it puts you in That's the a plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The issue is the combat. Once you like yeah. once you beat the game and if you've not done Yeah. Like if you've done all the tr- the enemies don't respawn. No enemies respawn. So if you don't get all the combat trophies, you have to start the game over. Are you for real? Yeah. Whoa. No enemies respawn. Yeah. Okay. Except the one in chests, but if you beat the chest, they don't respawn. But the story is, you know, you're going to clear this mountain sure, shrine sure. of all the blight and all the bad, and it's... That's just weird to me. Yeah, I don't want to spoil like a lot of what it is, because a lot of the um, coming to... It's a lot of coming to terms with death. Okay. Like, you know, life is beautiful and fleeting at the same time like yeah everybody you talked to died because the mountain exploded but they died in certain ways like yeah wow so i mean it's just it's a village mountain town okay or a secluded village okay um oh there's also these things called spirit mails which are these like little satchels that you pick up and they they are you have to deliver them to the house that is blocked so they you go into the village, the main mm-hmm. area of the village, and all the houses have like these big gates, like oh, okay. uh, big like energy gates. And when you find their spirit mail for that house, there's a little circle in the gate, mm-hmm. and you press triangle, and the spirit mail goes in, and you can open the door, and then you have oh, okay. to blow up a flower to yeah. we'll get rid of all the rot. And then you know the spirits will come out and they'll bow, and then now you see spirits like all over the, like walking around. Yeah, town. walking around town. Gotcha. So like you're filling up the the village. And then, of course, you have your people who kept their personality and, like, their full, like, body shape and look. And those are the ones that you have to, like, uncorrupt. Because, like, they died, but they were like, I can't die. I have a mission. And so they were, like, infected with, uh, they call it the rot, but they also call the little rot things the rot. Yeah. So I don't really know. <laughs> but it's... The double rot? Yeah, the double rot. It's such a fun, like walking around and like exploring game yeah but the weakest part comes from the combat and my game haha so <laughs> i yeah decided that i would so the exploit to get the the uh master difficulty trophy without actually playing the game a second time okay is to make a save before the final boss do the final boss okay or do the final cutscene. sure roll credits start a new game on the hardest difficulty uh get to the point where you get your first rot Mm-hmm. Which is like maybe ten minutes in. Yeah. Directly after getting that, quit out, load that save before. Mm-hmm. If you quit from the game to load that save, it for some reason puts you into master difficulty mode, and then when you run through the cutscene, it triggers the. Oh okay. So okay. that's that. I don't know how how long that exploit will be there, because there's been six patches to this game since it came out. Whoa. <laughs> yes. How long has the game been out? Uh, it came out th- last Tuesday. 
like literally wow. six days ago. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. So yeah, a six, lot of them. Yeah, every, it's like a patch a day. Yeah, literally every day I went to play it, it was like installing new patch. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Chill out. But I guess because I had done that, I made a save before the final boss, before like, like the second the cutscene ended, yeah. I made the save. So I thought wow. possibly what had happened is it, it corrupted like my meditation data for that file because I had already rested at all 12 meditation spots. And I was like, I'm not getting the trophy. Yeah. And I kept doing it, kept doing it. And people online were like, yeah, I just, I, I just kept resting at that last one until it triggered. And I was like, I've been doing this for four hours. What is wrong? And so thankfully I had made a save earlier because I was trying to get a combat trophy and I knew it was like a late game ability and I had to kill three enemies using it at the same time. Yeah. And I knew that I wouldn't have very many chances, so I made mm-hmm. a save about an hour and a half before the final boss. Just ran through it again, did the final boss, which was super easy because I knew everything that it was going to do. Yeah. And then I went to the meditation spot, meditated, it popped, and I was like, okay, cool. All right. I should This should have happened like four and a half hours ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. But excluding all the trouble that I had with it and the fact that the game is a little wonky. It tells a good story. The music in this game is absolutely beautiful. Like there's very few games that I play with the, without listening to like podcasts or not podcasts, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. listening to something else in the background. But I think also my soundbar got its uh got messed up and this game messed it up. No, no, I don't know. I think oh. it's because I I think I had hit a button that boosted music and not voices because the music was so loud all the time and I was like I can't hear anything. And I was like, well, maybe the sound bar is just busted. And then I accidentally dropped the remote yesterday, and it hit a button, and it changed it and like mixed them back together. And I was yeah. like, what? Because everything that I was playing, the music you did was break so it. loud. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I was like, what? What happened? Now everybody is like talking quiet. Now everybody's talking. There's, at the there's same a button way. on the back. Everybody shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> but I would give this game. If it were sixty dollars, it'd, it'd be a hard sell. At forty, it's still a little bit hard to recommend because of how sure, sh- just how short it is, how a little bit janky it is. Yeah, I mean, I was excited for this game when it was announced, and I was like, I'm buying that when it comes out because sure. I was I was excited for it. Sure. What scared me was nobody released the the embargoes and everything on it being oh, the day it released, yeah. and I was like, oh fuck, because I had already pre ordered it. But thankfully, it's a good game. Good. I mean, it's got like eights across the board. It is nice to see. Oh, also, when you collect a rot, like there's 100 rots. If you collect yeah. all 100, they follow you around like Pikmin. That's awesome. So, like, just graphically and having the ability to do that, yeah. yeah, it's super impressive. Also, the game is on PS5, 60 frames per second, 4K. Wow. With 100 little rot buddies. I did notice a frame rate drop occasionally. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I would be sprinting, like, my character would stutter for like a second and then stop sprinting. And so I'd have to sprint again. Mm-hmm. Just a little annoying things like that, but not enough to overall remove it from like being a good game sure so i would probably give this i'd give it a silver silver just because of how many like issues i had with it and the meditation thing um especially now that if you're trying to get to platinum if the exploit's gone the hard difficult the hardest difficulty like people are like this makes mine leaving like oh really it's ridiculously hard from Mm. what i've heard Harder than mine leaving. Yeah, people were like, it's like they made a Dark Souls version of this game and made, <laughs> it, a, made it a difficulty. Um, I mean, because I was playing on the, the second so, okay. hardest difficulty and I died to the first boss like nine times. Sorry. Oh, what I was going to ask was that, so if let's say that they get, they gets mm-hmm. patched, right? I mean, 
Would that drop it? Oh, that yeah. That's why I'm putting it at a silver now because I mean I use an exploit to get it. Sure. If that trophy wasn't there, I'd give us a, a gold, a high gold rating. But because that one trophy is there, because you know, so that one trophy really ruined yes, your experience because of how hard the. I mean, I played on the second hardest difficulty, and I was yeah. getting my ass handed to me. No, I get because I can only get hit three times, and I couldn't charge my rot without doing damage or getting hit. I get and that. it's hard to sight read an enemy who kills you in three hits. No, I get that. I get that. Especially well, when you can't bind them down with a rot and shoot them full of arrows. That's wild, dude. That is that is absolutely wild. Well, I see you got some more trophies in Scarlet Nexus. Yeah. So, Tell me about that. I am essentially done with this game. Yeah, you're 100%. at 94%. Yeah. Well, I have to beat the game a second time. Okay. And then I have to get to level 80. That's okay. it. So what's annoying me is I got a lot of trophies yesterday because they were all like, uh, I couldn't get them in the first half of the story because I had to uh, go to the second story to get the second half of their... Um, so you have eight companions, I think. Yeah. Yeah, eight companions. Each one has different stories with each character yeah. so like uh yuto has this set of stories and kasane has this set of stories yeah and you have to see both character stories for each character mm-hmm. and so you have to get like level five viewing stories here level four stories and then trophy pops can't do that till you get the end of the end game of the second playthrough same thing with the gifts you have to give yeah. each character 10 gifts and 90 percent of the time the gifts are unique to that playthrough, mm. but you can save. Like once you do a new uh, new game plus, you can yeah. play the other character. You keep like uh, the items from that run. So right, right. what winds up being like a a, a super barren um, safe room that they all live in winds up being like just jam packed full of like little knickknacks and toys and stuff and, like what they like. Yeah, and every time you give an item a gift to somebody, they will then proceed to either use that gift. Like they'll sit on the like, if you give them a book, they'll sit on the couch and read the book. Or if you give them like an, uh, a video game console, like yeah. one character, they'll sit and they'll play it in their corner. That's cute. Yeah, it's really c- cool. I like that. And uh, some of the gifts are kind of funny. Like there's a character mascot called Baki, and he looks like a, um, oh, what is that? Uh, it's like a Hindu, Buddhist, like monk monster. Like the, oh. uh, It's uh, like clay dolls based off yeah, of it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like one of those. And I was like, oh, okay. And But it's all over the place. And one character is, like, super into it. So every gift that you give him yeah. is that. And he, like, acts like you gave, like, a Gundam fanatic new Gundams. So right. He's like, yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, the story on the second playthrough is, like, because I played Yuito first, which is, like, the preferred way to play the game. Sure. Is you play the male character first, get their story, and then you go play the female character story. Okay. And it's supposed to be, like, the more mysterious way to play it. Um, the the females, Kasane's story, is fucking bonkers, just bonkers. <laughs> There's like time travel and like uh, future selves and stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay. Um, I like the game. I'm gonna probably finish it, but right now, like, I beat the game at level sixty three. Yeah, no, no, sixty. I beat the game at level sixty one on my with Kasane. The, that was her level when I beat right. Yuito's story. You get to keep your levels. When you go to New Game Plus, which is great, but from New Game from Chapter One to Chapter Nine and a half out of eleven, I didn't level up once because wow. I needed like three hundred thousand experience. And until I got to enemies that were like level forty, I wasn't getting but like maybe four or five hundred experience per enemy. And I was like, I'm not fighting these enemies for Jesus literal chump change. Jesus Christ. Um, 
So now, after grinding a little bit, I'm at level 71. So you got nine more levels. And I got nine more levels, and I'll be fucking done. And I found... Uh, That's why I don't have time for JRPGs yeah. anymore. Well, I, I found a small patch of enemies that once... If I if I beat the... like, It's a, it's a whole sure. floor of a dungeon. If I clear all the enemies out in the dungeon, I get about half a level. Okay. And if I do it twice, it takes about 15 minutes. So, I mean, 15 times nine... That's a yeah. while. It's like two hours. Two hours of just purely doing this. That reminds me of Yakuza yep. 7 so bad. And then I have to beat the yeah. game a second time. I might just go ahead and beat the game mm-hmm. a second time, see what my level is then, and then just go back. Because I should probably gain about a level when I beat it. Okay. I, I'm i basically done with it. So I'm going to go ahead and just give it my, my rating. Sure, sure, with sure, the sure. exception, the game is super fun. Now that I understand, like, you can, so, I mean, you have these SAA, SAS attacks, which you can basically borrow your uh, allies' powers. Yeah. So, once I started doing that more and more and more, because normally I was just using, you know, basic combos and stuff, but once I started borrowing uh, someone's power who can teleport, so you teleport next to the enemy, hit them, and you can teleport back, and just, like, basically guerrilla tactics. Yeah. Uh, there's a character who runs at super speed, so... You like slow down time basically, and you can just combo the shit out of somebody, yeah. and then run away, and then the time runs out. Yeah. Or, you know, a character's got electric power, so you imbue your weapon with electricity, and you can shock enemies, and they just lay down on the ground, and you're just beating the shit out of them. <laughs> you can set enemies on fire, and you know, all this stuff. It's all the basic animation. Yeah, stuff. once yeah. you learn to like just keep constantly switching those powers on and off, yeah. like the base enemies, the game becomes super fun and like super like. Not challenging at all, but it's still like a fun trip of you're like, yeah, I've beaten the shit out of these enemies because they can't stop me. And I finally did the Revive 5 Allies. I just had to set the game's difficulty to hard. And even though I was like 30 levels higher, the enemies were just beating the shit out of my companions. And I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. I think, But I think I revived like eight or nine times because I remember I got it in a boss fight, but I'd already re- revived my allies like six right. times in that boss fight. And I was like, when's it going to pop? But all right. Yeah, and right. I'm I'm basically done with this. So I'm I'm gonna give it a. I'm also gonna give this a silver. Yeah. The I mean I still have two hours to grind at least for this stupid level eighty trophy. So I'm not super excited about that. I don't blame you. And I kind of hate that in JRPGs because I mean there's a way to do it very like quicker because you yeah. get like double XP if you do it this way. Yeah. But it's such a weird ass setup mm. to do it that I just it's not. No, I get that. It's reliable, but it's it's the same way I felt about setting up um, chaining metal slimes in Dragon Quest Eleven to get the level. Right? 100. Yeah, I remember you telling it me that. It was just yeah. such a. You have to chore. do this, yeah. this, this. Make sure your charges are charged up. Oh, you got to use it. You can charge your thing all the way by using a very expensive consumable item that you can only get right. so many of. And I'm like, okay, uh, folks. As always, we appreciate you uh, for you know just tuning in. Hanging out with us, talking about games and McDonald's <laughs> this episode. I'm sorry about that. I just... Gr- Grimace, Grimace hates Xbox. Grimace. That's the name of the episode. Grimace hates Xbox, and he's not a taste bud. I, yep, that's the name of the episode. Yeah. You know, If you can do us a huge solid and retweet the tweets, talk about the show, all that good stuff, we'd appreciate it. Jump on the Discord, say hey. We'll, t- we'll say hey back. Or I'll just throw a little Spider-Man emoji mm-hmm. at you or something like that. You say hey, and I'll say, what's going on? on? Yeah, I need to watch that new He-Man cartoon. I hear it's pretty good. It's directed by Kevin Smith. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Oh hell yeah! It's got man oh many faces in it. Oh, that's what I'm going to be doing. He's got this week many faces. <laughs> Shit. Dylan, do you have anything you want to say before we head out? No. <laughs>
such a such a pause there. Alrighty. Well, uh, as always, folks, until next time, keep on that sweet, sweet ding. Ding. And we will see you all later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Grimace is a monster. Don't let him in your house. <laughs> <laughs>